Welcome to the You Can Tell the Children podcast, a place where sharing God's word with the next generation in your circle of influence can be simple, easy, and fun. We know that intentionally teaching children about God and the relevancy of his word will be a game changer in their homes, schools, and communities. This podcast is a ministry of Bible to School, experts in engaging children with the word of God. Together, we will make sure that you can tell the children about the love of Jesus. Ready, set, let's go. Hey guys, I'm so excited to be bringing you episode number 85 here at the You Can Tell the Children podcast. I'm your host, Meredith Steidler, and I have a very unique interview to share with y'all today. Do you want to take a guess how many Lego blocks were sold in the U.S. last year? I kid you not, it's in the 70 billions. So there's no debating the matter. Legos are a really big deal. And what better way to enjoy them than building Bible stories? Our guests today are a father-son team, and they're here to share their story of how creativity during the pandemic transpired into their very own business called Bible Builds, a program that makes it easier and fun for parents to teach kids God's word. You'll want to head over to our website, BibleToSchool.com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com to check out our show notes from today because that's where you'll find all the resources we chat about, including the sign up for Bible Builds. While you're there, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so you can check out other topics from the past as well as upcoming episodes that I know you won't want to miss. If you think Bible Builds sounds cool, I challenge you to give us a call or go to our website and click on the Contact Us tab. We'd love to start a conversation with you about bringing a Bible to school to your area, which is another awesome way to engage kids with the Word of God in fun and interactive ways during their school day. Ready to hear what Bible Builds and Shark Tank have in common? Let's jump over to Corey's conversation with Brian and Ryland now. Well, hey, Brian and Ryland, thank you so much for being with us here on You Can Tell the Children. It's a treat to have you both here. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Hello. Well, you guys are talking to us from the South, from the Carolinas. Where exactly are you from? Yeah, God's country, Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> That's right. That is right. It's beautiful down there. And, and Rylan, like, tell us about your family. My dad is awesome. And <laughs> I also have a younger brother and younger sister. And my mom is also awesome. Good. That's good to do that. Your moms are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, cool. And Brian, you uh, are from that area. You have a company or you work with uh, with marketing. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. I went to a Bible college nearby called Columbia International University. That's where I met my wife, Julie. And uh, we met in a math for teachers class. We were both studying to be classroom teachers. And it was the first day of school. And our professor asked us to find a partner. And I tapped the girl in front of me on the shoulder and she turned around, she's these stunning blue eyes, turned around and, and, I, and I asked her, will you be my partner? And we've now been married for 20 years. So awesome. <laughs> celebrated 20 years of marriage. <laughs> we have three kids. Ryland is our oldest, 13. Emmeline is 10. She's our daughter. And then our youngest son is seven years old. My wife has just returned back to the classroom. She was a classroom teacher for eight years and took the last 13 off to be home with the kids. And now she just went back to uh, teach math, uh, fifth grade math at the Christian school that all of our kids attend. So she's very involved in, in education and the kid's life. And then I run my own online company called Hope Media. And we are probably most, mostly known for Hope Writers. And we also uh, publish books under, under the brand Hope Books. Great, great. So the very active family here, but we have some cool things to, to talk to both you and Rylan about. 
first of all, what do you guys like to do together as a family, Rylan? What's kind of your favorite thing to do as a family, you think? Our whole family loves Legos. So we have Legos all over the house. We play Legos in our free time of all kinds of sets. And some games too. Uh, yeah, we play games with each other. I love games. I, I'm with you. Yeah, my, my family, we just had game night with my kids and they're older. So you just keep playing games together. It brings you together. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> Cool. So like I said, I'm a mom of three boys and they're, like I said, we grew up with Legos. I mean, I was down on the ground doing them all, putting them all together, cleaning them up sometimes because they weren't always cleaned up, but it was awesome. We had fun. But like I read up on Legos before I got on here with you and I found out, do you know how many Lego blocks were sold last year in America? No, how many? Oh, it's 70 billion Lego blocks wow. were sold last year. So it's like they just keep growing in popularity. Lots of kids love them. We want to talk today about your interest in Legos and your unique idea about Legos and the Bible. Can you tell us about that? Because our, our audience wants to know, what have you been doing? So I have my own membership website called BibleBuilds.com, and it's it's basically Legos plus the Bible. So every week there is a video of me telling a Bible story and all of the mem- all the members watch the video. They get to build what they heard in the story with their own Lego bricks. Then they take a picture, send it in, and they vote for each other's. And it's like a competition of who had the best Bible story build. Oh, that sounds like so much fun. Let's back up a second. Like, how did you even get this idea? Like what, what was going on when you're, you're combining your two loves, the Bible and Legos, which is a cool idea. Like how did you even think of this? So in 2020, when, during the pandemic, when school shut down, my friends weren't allowed to come over to our house because we all, no one wanted to get sick. Yeah, a lot of us, a lot of us were like that. We get that. <laughs> yeah, we had this chat and... What we did was we we did something similar to Bible Bills. We had a Lego challenge, but it didn't have anything to do with the Bible. So it was kind of like we build something with Legos. We send in the picture. We vote on it just like that. Mm-hmm. Then uh, one day I wanted to start a lemonade stand. And my dad, who has Hope Media, was like, hmm, you could do a lemonade stand, but you could do a membership website. And I was like, OK. Ooh, he is a smart guy. He said that we have to do... You combine two things that you love, which are Legos in the Bible. And so that's how the idea was born. Oh, that's awesome. Because, yeah, it's something that you enjoy and you're doing it for the Lord. And how cool is that? That's how he designed you and made you. And what a unique idea to do that. Now, you said it was a a backup. I was talking about you join a member community. So, Brian, what what happens when you become a member community? That's right. Yeah, it's actually for for those that are that are entrepreneurial, I would recommend it as I think it's the best it's the best kept secret when it comes to a business to start. Cuz most businesses require you to sell a product or a service multiple times. So you might have a customer come in to your online store or your retail shop one time, they buy something and then you kind of hope that they come back again. Right. But a membership site, the way it works is they they join one time. And as long as you keep your members happy and you serve your members, they continue to pay month after month after month. It's a subscription service, kind of like a Netflix or a Disney Plus or something like that, except yeah. for kind of the, the trashy entertainment options that are available today. Bible Builds is a biblical-based 
really fun entertainment-based site where kids from all over the world join and they stay active in the community. And as long as whoever's running the site, as long as, as long as the site is providing great value, people don't quit. People stay mm-hmm. and the site can really grow. And I think that's why it's, it's been such a successful business. Well, and they're investing in their families. They're investing oh, in family time. 100%. Like you said, positive things. Yes. When your son came to you and, and basically said, you know, I want to do something. What did you think about that? Because he, you know, it's pretty cool when your kids come and they want to do something positive like that. That's right. Yeah, we've, we're so blessed. I mean, Ron, Ron's an incredibly smart young man. I think some of it is what they say, more, more lessons are caught than taught. And so I, I think us being an entrepreneurial family, we always have training that we're, I'm watching. I, yeah. I'm listening to podcasts <laughs> ongoing. I leave my books out. And, and I think the kids have sort of taken to that probably earliest the training when it comes to business in our family was probably Shark Tank. So oh, they, yeah. they love the show Shark we were like Shark. We watched it last Tank? night. So <laughs> we'll watch a show, but instead of just passively watching it, I'll pause it. I'll say, well, what, what was the valuation? What was the big idea? And what do you think they're going to invest? And so that's, you know, in the Bible, it talks about teaching your kids as you're walking, as you're rising, as you're, as you're going to sleep, like that sort of thing. And, and I think that's the way to teach your kids how to do their own business as well. They can look over my shoulder. I share with them. Hey, we just had a really great month. Something really cool happened. I'm going to take you all out to dinner. It's been really fun because I'm also a speaker as well. So we've taken them like I spoke at Disney and and they all got to go to Disney with me. And so there's all kinds of little ways through the years that they've understood entrepreneurship because we're sharing it as we're as we're building our own company. Wow. Yeah. You're doing it along with them. And that's that's so, so awesome and a great way to coach them and encourage them. So did you feel that way, Rylan? Did you feel your dad was your coach? Yes. Yes, I did. Cool. So Rylan, can you tell me uh, what is the mission of Bible Builds? So the mission of Bible Builds is to make it easier for parents to teach their kids Bible stories, because sometimes kids are like, oh, we don't want to go to church because they think it's a waste of time. But when you involve one of their favorite things, which is Legos, then they want to be more involved. And they get to learn the Bible stories too. So it's a win-win. And they get that competition. I love that oh, part. And yeah. <laughs> so yes. people get really We're very competitive. competitive in our home. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that is so great. Let's pause right now and take a question from one of our Bible to school kids. Who were the other two men on the crosses? Stewardship touches every part of our lives. And the two robbers with Jesus at his crucifixion are examples of lives that were not stored well. They were punished for taking what was not theirs. However, in a remarkable change of heart, one robber did store his last moments well, and he did recognize Jesus was his Lord and Savior. This robber seized the moment and asked for forgiveness. Jesus responded to his simple and honest confession of faith with forgiveness. And because this robber used his last moments well, Jesus said to him, this day you will be with me in heaven. So, I mean, there were some must have been some challenges to getting this the word out. How did you tackle these challenges, Rylan? So first to get the word out, my dad put it on his Instagram and Facebook. And at first, only a couple people came. But we were so excited when we got our first two members. There was there was one point when we only had five members, but we were trying to make it seem like there was a really big community to those members who were still there. So we added our own fake builds so that it seemed like there were a lot of people. And I tried to make them bad on purpose so that no one voted for them. 
have to prime the pump sometimes. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Sounds like fun. So when you were doing this, um, what was the response from the kids and the families that were when you were building this? Because how many members do you have now? Um, yeah, we well, haven't have... given told of the rest of the story. Oh, OK. Oh, this, so, this is a key, a key part of the story. Yes. yes. So what was it? A couple months? I think we we're four months we were in. Four months in to Bible builds. And yeah, we didn't have a lot of the most members we had was 32. Someone named Jefferson Beth Key reached out to us because he saw it on Facebook and he thought he thought it was a great idea. And so he asked us if he could be our partner, kind of like on Shark Tank. And we were like, whoa, that's cool. We ended up making a deal where he got 80% of the business. So I still have 20%. And he scaled the business so much. Now we have more than a thousand members. Wow. That is amazing. And all to like share the Bible with kids and their families. And That's teaching right. kids to share them, yes. to be evangelists. I mean, at Bible to School, we do all that. We very much know that kids need fun to learn about the Bible. And That's so right. we have we have science experiments once a week. We have visual props. We have skits for second, third, and fourth graders. But man, the age group that you're doing, man, you're like little little kids to how old are the other members the members get? Oh, we have a crazy range. Some kids are like five years old and they build with Duplo. And then we have some we don't we have some 18 year olds yeah. and they just they build like these crazy models. So <laughs> it's for all ages. All ages. Awesome. Yes. Great. Well, I noticed on your website, Brian, that it was a really cool stat that you had. And it's uh, that kids only remember 14% of what they hear. However, they usually remember 70, 76% of when they hear something that's also put into practice. That's right. Tell yeah. me about that. Yeah, it's a kinesthetic learning. So I actually have a doctoral degree in educational technology. So when it comes to learning pedagogy, right, the, 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 the science of how we learn, how our brains develop, there are different modalities. And, and so there's passive listening. And unfortunately, that's a lot of education today is sit, sit still, sit quiet. The teacher's going to talk at you for a long time. <laughs> that's not the most effective way to learn. So there's listening, but there's also teaching where you can speak that, that auditory learning. That's how I learn. I learn by regurgitating, by sharing it with somebody else. So what do they say? If you really want to learn something, you need to teach it. So that's, that's for me. There's also kinesthetic learning where you can build something as a result of what you've learned, which is like kind of project-based learning. That's the yeah. kind of the kind of teaching I used to do when I was a teacher and a school administrator. And that's part of part of Bible builds is yeah. hearing the story. And that's just hearing the story, doing something with it. It's kind of like James, right? And in, in James, it says, don't just be hearers of the word, but be doers also. And this Bible builds is a small way to kind of be doers, right? Where you're taking the story of Jonah and the whale or the Ten Commandments or something like that, and you're actually building it. And what it's doing is it's it's creating more synaptic connections. It's a it's muscle memory that kids are building as they're literally building the story. It's a story that they're now going to remember and they're hiding God's word in their heart. And so as they get older, they'll be able to look back on their time as part of Bible builds. So if I'm a parent and I'm wanting to sign my family up for this, yes, is it hard to do? I mean, is, is, the, is it hard for the parent to do? I saw you had some parent primer. What is that? The parent primer. So that includes more. It has it has like worksheets and discussion questions for the parent to do with their kids, like dinner table questions for them to do when they're done with the video. So, yeah, it just adds a little bit more. Are you talking about the dinner table, Rylan? Like yes. you don't going over stuff and chatting away, huh? 
Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And it's easy. It's easy, easy to sign up. I mean, we've made it as easy yeah. as possible. Biblebuilds.com builds with an S. So Biblebuilds, just Biblebuilds.com. And the basic model is a cohort model. So it's not open all the time. The idea is that it opens a couple times a year. And then that way, there's a whole group of students, a group of group of members that join at the same time. So they can all kind of encourage and get to know each other. So if you're not a member of Bible Builds, go to BibleBuilds.com and you can get a free lesson there if it's not currently open, depending on whenever you're listening to this. But if it is open, join, because when we open, we're only open for, for a really short time. Wow. And Rylan, I got to ask before we go, what is your favorite one to teach? What's your favorite Bible lesson to teach? Hmm. That's pretty hard. You like them all, There's so many. (laughs) What's one of your favorite Bible stories? (laughs) Or to build. What's your favorite Bible story to build? build. Yeah. Um, I like the Noah challenge a lot with Noah and the flood. Some people build really cool arcs. Really? Yeah. Amazing. Is that one of the favorite ones that you've seen? That's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I noticed that you also had prizes and incentives involved too. Is that right? Yes. They're like digital badges and prizes that people get when they win a certain amount of times in a row or when they get a certain amount of votes for their build. You got to make it fun. It's yeah. uh, uh, gamifying it. It makes it, it makes it a lot more engaging for kids. That's cool. When you hear back from your families and that do this, like we talk, we call God stories. What, what kind of God stories come out of Bible builds? Like what, how has it impacted the families? They say that it's really helpful and that it makes it way easier for them to teach their kids because the kids just feel like they're playing a game and they feel like they're just building with Legos, but really they're actually learning about the Bible. And, and that's awesome for the kids to be wanting to learn about the Bible. Yeah. The Bible, the word of God, as as we do as well in Bible to school equips everyone for life period. It is the instruction book for life. And when you're, you're doing that amazingly, Rylan and Brian, Brian, what do you see? What what do you see as a value in this entrepreneurship that you're doing? Yeah, I think it's I think it's multifold. Um, the the first one is like Rylan said, like normalizing talking about Bible stories as a kid. I think that's really important because often our faith kind of gets siloed into Sunday mornings, and so integrating Bible stories throughout the life of a child, I think is really important. Number two is that the family's talking about it. And, and it's very rare to have families that are actively talking about Bible stories on a regular basis, especially in an engaging way. I know there's, there's often that, that discouragement of like, how do you do family devotions and how do you have these spiritual conversations at the table? So Bible bills, I think is a great entry point for that. And then finally, I think it's really fun for other kids to see a kid entrepreneur yeah. uh, because I, I really believe in Christian entrepreneurship. I believe that we can make such a difference. We're called to be salt and light. And I think we can make such a difference in our culture and our economy by starting successful businesses. It's not something churches talk about a lot. I think there's a real difficult relationship that churches have with money and with business. And so that's part of my personal mission. We, we have a, a company called Hope Entrepreneurs we teach people how to start businesses, faith-based businesses. So I think I think for kids to see Rylan starting a business encourages them to think that maybe they could start their business yeah. too. And that that has ripple yes. effects for generations that we'll probably never see. Oh, and those positive impact that you have has to really get you excited, Rylan. I mean, I, that, oh, that's yeah. something, get you up in the morning, doesn't it? 
Yes. Well, Brylin, would you mind ending us in prayer? I really encourage our listeners to go to BibleBuilds.com and learn more about what Rylan and Brian are doing and join the, the membership because, hey, this is something you want to invest in your family. You really want to invest in your family. Like I said, mine are, my boys are older now and we did our, our Lego days. But man, when I get grandchildren, I'm joining Rylan. I'm there. Okay. They're not here yet, but I I will be, okay? Okay. But if you could end us in prayer, we'd really appreciate it. Such an encouragement you are. Thank you. Thank you. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for the opportunity that we have to share the Bible with children and with each other. And that we have the, and that now we have the technology to do it easier and faster. Thank you that so many people are able to learn about you. Thank you for being such a loving and kind, amazing God, and for uh, sending Jesus to die for our sins. Please help us to keep trusting in you, following you, and spread your word as much as we can. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rylan and Brian. Thank you. Thank you. I agree with Rylan's words. It's awesome for kids to be wanting to learn about the Bible. Don't you just love the way Bible Builds started? over a chat with friends during a national pandemic by joining up a passion for Legos, Bible stories, and some healthy competition. Did you catch that stat? Kids only remember 14% of what they hear. Yet, when that same information is put into practice, the number rises to 76%. Wow, Bible Builds is not only fun and engaging, but it can result in an everlasting impact. God's word imprinted on the hearts of our children. As Corey mentioned, Bible to School takes a similar kinesthetic approach where we include science experiments, skits, and crafts to engage kids with the scriptures. You can be the link to bring this program to your community. We would love to hear from you. So head on over to Bible2School.com and click on the Contact Us tab. While you're over on our website, go ahead and check out our show notes to find all the resources mentioned today. And then from there, you can check out our Facebook and Instagram pages to learn even more about how you can get involved. Well, thanks so much for tuning in and be sure to stop in next week to hear another way we can hide God's word in our hearts through worship. And until then, many, many blessings to you and yours. And always remember, you can tell the children about Jesus.